Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Not even close. Not even in the same neighborhood. It's Mike Opelka in for my buddy Rich Zioli, who just, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's on the roof there of the Odyssey World Headquarters. He is strapped on the jetpack, and he's getting ready to take off and fly to Parks Casino. Am I right, Henry? Is that what's going on? Yeah, you know what? He did bring it to work today, so... Might as well I wonder how he got past security, because, you know, it usually drips a little f- fuel. You know, it smells like a lawnmower when you carry it into the building. Yeah, he really stinks up the whole place, but, you know, it's the most efficient way to get around. It is. It is. Jet- we were promised as kids that we would have jetpacks by the time we were in college, and that didn't happen. I actually went to a, a baseball game in uh, that uh, between the games of a, uh, a double header, when they used to have double headers and you didn't, didn't have to buy two tickets, they would entertain the fans while the players took a shower. Uh, and they flew a guy into the stadium with a jetpack. And we thought, okay, th- we're getting those next year. Goodbye, school bus. We're going to be flying jetpacks to school, to St. Agnes of the Punctured Lung or whatever that Catholic school was we attended as kids. Uh, yeah, it was a respiratory um, uh, medical training school as a kid, St. Agnes of the Punctured Lung. It was a very, very important school on the north side of Chicago. But no, Zioli's not flying a jetpack. He might be. If anyone would, it would be Richard. I could just see that. I would uh, tomorrow be flying back and forth to work in a jetpack. If I wasn't married and my wife didn't make me sign a paper saying, okay, we will sell the motorcycle. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do any bungee jumping anymore. No more of that. And here are the friends you can hang out with. No, she didn't do that part, but she didn't want me on a motorcycle. And now looking back, that's probably wise. And, and, And even the three wheeled motorcycles. Anyway, welcome to Thursday. Welcome to the month of February. And do we count this as a Groundhog Day Eve? I oh, think we can. Is that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, man. It snuck up and on you me know this what, year. 
You know what that? You, did you get all your Groundhog Day shopping done? <laughs> Ugh, can't say that I did. Okay, that's all right. I'm sure. I'm sure you could call one of the sponsors and they'll take care of you. There's probably a pajama or something that's made for that. Um, or it, it's uh, it's a big night tonight as Rich is going out. Uh, Nick Kale is going to be attending at Parks Casino tonight. And since today is the first day of February, uh, Nick got through dry January. His liver is in for a shock. He's going to have a cocktail if he hasn't had one already at eight minutes after six o'clock. So if anybody's attending, I think Sid, the great Sid Weiss is in the parking lot. Um, he said he was tailgating outside of parks, which is kind of interesting to be tailgating outside of a casino because uh, free drinks inside, you know, you sit, you sit at one of the penny slot machines and they, they come by and offer you drinks for free. You should tip them. But uh, I, I would like someone to make sure they document whatever uh, Nick is wearing tonight. Because there's a really good chance he'll be wearing the same thing tomorrow morning at the radio station. Just saying. I would take, the, I would take that bet right now. You know, you know uh, Nick is always putting bets and his, uh, his picks for the weekend on, on uh, all the gambling things there. I, I would bet that He's going to be wearing the same outfit because, you know, they do have separate studios, do they not? Yeah, they're all spread out across all our studios here. So you could be out all night. You could do the walk of shame and show up and stumble in at five o'clock in the morning in the same clothes you had on last night. And you could be in your own studio and you wouldn't infringe on anyone's <laughs> uh, olfactory nerves. <laughs> I'm just true. saying, not that I've ever done that from 30 years of working in morning radio. Not that I've ever spent the entire night out and then managed to stumble in. I'm just saying I might have known people who did that. But keep an eye on Nick tonight because he's been uh, 31 days clear, reportedly. That's what he told us. And I believe him. He's a man of his word. He's a, most golfers are uh, people of their word. They don't tend to cheat unless your name is Bill Clinton or Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., I hear Biden has a very, very good foot wedge that he uses on the golf course. Anyway, I'm here for this hour, and we have so many things that I want to get to. But as I said, it's not just uh, Groundhog Day Eve and the people that are headed, the caravans that are now winding their way towards, uh, I, I guess, the center part of the state. It's really closer to Pittsburgh, Gobbler's Knob. Is it not? Have you guys been there? Have you been to cover one of these? No, I have not. Never. There's plenty of time. <laughs> it's not on my to-do list. I got to be honest. Come on now, you, the hot babes that are hanging out at Gobbler's Knob for the <laughs> for the uh, pulling out of the groundhog. Hey, show me your groundhog. Here it is. <laughs> the uh, the the party is said to be just fantastic, and as the aforementioned uh, scene with Nikhil. Uh, staying up all night, maybe he's headed to Gobbler's Knob. Wouldn't that be a great remote? It would. I, Janice Dean from the Fox Network is going to be there, but I'm pretty sure she's she's going to be in hair and makeup and not in a bar. And so that should be good. Uh, the people from PETA, uh, you know, the people that don't want anyone to enjoy meat, those people are trying to get Punxsutawney Phil to be retired. They do not want this to go on anymore. They want this over, ended, now. 
and they want to replace the groundhog. What do you think they want to replace the groundhog with? I'm not sure what. A coin. Oh, that's stupid. Because wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> it actually might be more accurate than Puxatani Phil, though. I, I did read that um, he's hit, I think, 39% of the time since 1887. Well, you know, if it, which was the first year that this this event happened. But it's not about Phil. And it's not about being accurate. It's about T-shirts and, and selling rooms and bed and breakfasts, is, 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 you know. <laughs> And the hot babes of Gobbler's Knob, as you pointed it out. It is. The hot times at Gobbler's Knob right there. <laughs> I I just think, you know, it's a, it, a shirt from Groundhog Day at Gobbler's Knob is funnier than a shirt from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. You know, it's or from the nearby town of Blue Ball, which is right there, too. I would think the Gobbler's Knob t-shirt is much better, at least on the scale of dive bar t-shirts. And then you could relive all the great scenes from uh, the fantastic Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day. And I would do that. I would absolutely do that. I'd be playing Sonny and Cher. I got you, babe, every hour as the alarm clock went off. Uh, But that's going on tomorrow. And the PETA people, who are are no fun, they're what's known in the uh, Spanish world as an agua fiesta, so wet blanket on the party. They're the ones who are ruining the party. They want to they replace um, Phil with a coin. Now, I know, isn't there um, another groundhog that has given some credibility as well? Uh, Staten Island Chuck. You guys familiar with Staten Island Chuck? <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yeah, I'm not yeah. familiar with the groundhog lore here. <laughs> you have to explain Well, that. you know, you got to know. It's not, did you think that the New York people would say, hey, let's let Pennsylvania sell all the T-shirts? No. No, so the Staten Island Zoo which is actually a legitimate zoo in Staten Island, or known as Staten Italy to the locals. If you've been there, you know. Um, they, they have a groundhog named uh, Staten Island Chuck, because I guess he's a woodchuck. And uh, Chuck has been doing the same thing for the local TV reports for years, until Bill de Blasio. You remember de Blasio, the communist mayor that of ruined course. New York? He's the guy who destroyed New York City. He's the guy who allowed the people in the Bronx to hit the cops with water balloons and buckets of water and super soakers and didn't have them arrested. And I believe he's the guy who's led the downfall and the lack of respect for the NYPD. He's the guy who could have said, hey, you throw a bucket of water on a cop, you hit a cop with a water balloon or a super soaker, you're going in for assault. But no, he didn't. He told the cops to let the water roll off their backs and just deal with it. And now look what we got. You got people here illegally beating the crap out of the cops and they're being let out. It, I, I blame de Blasio, but he picked up, I think it was de Blasio. He picked up um, Staten Island Chuck and Chuck tried to bite him because Chuck knows you should bite Democrats if you're an animal, not if you're a human. And de Blasio dropped him and killed him. Absolutely. And they hit it. They carried Chuck out like he was just wounded, but he didn't survive. So they have a new Chuck. But that's still going on. That there will be there will be coverage of the alternative um, <laughs> people. I'm sorry, people at home who expected to tune in for astute political observations. I do have some of those. We're talking about competing groundhogs. But it is tomorrow. It happens tomorrow.
at sunrise, which will be somewhere around 730 after sunrise, when, once the sun is in the sky and we can see whether or not there will be a shadow. You see a shadow, you got six more weeks of cold weather. You don't see a shadow, uh, get your bikinis out because the next day it's going to be 80 or something. I guess that's how that works. But that's tomorrow. Today is the beginning of Black History Month. And I, I, I am just amazed at how Black History Month was kicked off today by Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy, who wanted to be the Democratic candidate for president until the Democrats said, no, he won't do what we tell him to do like the guy we got there now. He's no, he's no Joe Biden. He'll never listen to us. So Kennedy posted this late yesterday. And I just think this is phenomenal because he, he doesn't care anymore. Robert Kennedy doesn't care. He knows the Democrat uh, machine is not going to allow him to do whatever he wants. Here's what he posted yesterday, just before uh, midnight, just before we had uh, the beginning of Black History Month in America. Joe Biden is campaigning in South Carolina right now. Tomorrow is the first day of Black History Month. Let's reminisce on everything he's done for black Americans. Joe authored the 1994 crime bill, which led to mass incarceration of black people. Joe said, if you don't vote for him, then you ain't black. Joe extended penalties for people under 21 charged with selling marijuana. Joe endorsed segregationist senators. Joe opposed busing because he didn't want his kids to grow up in a, quote, racial jungle, close quote. And those are just a handful of the very racist things Joe Biden has said over the years. But this is from Robert Kennedy. (laughs) Three and a half million people saw that in less than 24 hours. Three and a half million people. He's got a lot of people following him. And I thought, well, you know, it's probably not fair just to quote Robert Kennedy and what he's saying about Joe Biden here on the first day of Black History Month. It probably would be okay, maybe to let Joe Biden speak for himself. Let's hear about Joe Biden talking about the civil rights movement and how he was involved during his life. For real, I got involved in the civil rights movement. I'd go at eight o'clock. Mass, then I'd go to Reverend Herring's church where we'd meet in order to organize and figure where we were going to go, whether we're going to desegregate the Rialdo movie theater, what we were going to do. I got my education for real in the black church. Now, that's Joe Biden. This was this past week when he was in South Kakalaki. He He was campaigning with James Clyburn, the guy who dragged him across the finish line in the last primary challenge. But let's go in the time machine. Let's go in the Odyssey time machine and go back to a younger Joe Biden talking about his involvement in the civil rights movement. And that's not hyperbole. It's a fact. I was not an activist. I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. So which guy do we believe? The guy whose brain is pretty much oatmeal who was talking last weekend? Or do we believe the guy who was actually still coherent, still capable of putting a sentence together? 
kind of amazing. I do enjoy, I do enjoy when the left chews on itself. And that's what's going on with Robert Kennedy going in a full-throated attack against Joe Biden. And then we have Joe Biden kind of going after himself. There's more. We have so much more today. And we have a a little bit of breaking news as it relates to the um, lawfare against Donald Trump. There's some news about the court dates, and uh, we'll we'll bite into that. And I have a uh, a couple of clips I need to play you that relate to Joe Biden, that relate to Fonnie Willis, you know, the uh, district attorney who's under investigation for hiring a guy that she was all hot and bothered about and paying him a lot of money to go after Joe Biden, even though he's never prosecuted a felony case in his life. Uh, She said some things when she was running for the office that seemed to contradict with what's going on right now. But we'll have some fun. And you're welcome to join the conversation as well. 855-839-1210 is the number. It's Opelka in for the uh, jetpacking Zioli, who's headed to Park Casino right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. I love this audience. I, I absolutely freaking love this Zioli audience, the Army. By the way, I was in the southern Jersey a couple days ago and uh, met a member of the Zioli Army named Terry. And I was uh, intending to meet him because he won a bottle of bourbon in a charity auction I was running. I was so happy that some uh, listeners from the radio station won bur- two, two different listeners. One guy, uh, Luke Greco, who's a painter, won a bottle of great bourbon. And then uh, Terry also won a bottle of bourbon. So it's like two of the, two of the audience won uh, of the 10 bottles, they went 20% of the bottles. It was great. And the money went to the Delaware Children's Theater. Every penny went to the nonprofit Delaware Children's Theater. So it's great to meet you. I was at, um, I was at uh, what's it called, Ponzio's? Do you guys know Ponzio's Diner? Oh, that place is really good. It is unbelievable. And the bakery counter. I, I just sell my clothes. I'm going to heaven. But I, <laughs> I, I got to hang out briefly with Terry and his wife, and uh, they were just the nicest people. And he had the coolest Zioli Army T-shirt. I think it's one of the early ones. I wouldn't know because I still don't have one. I bought one during one of the um, one of the limited editions. 
You know, when they were selling the pink ones? Remember the hot pink ones? I bought one of those, and they sent me a small, which my dog would wear. And I ended up giving it back, and Rich and Dawn and, and everybody signed it, and they sold it at, at that big charity event we did a while back for, Tra- I think it was for Travis Mannion. But uh, just uh, great to meet this audience, and this audience is so good. For example, I was looking at social media, and Road Warrior is responding. Uh, it has a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful picture, uh, a gif of a, uh, a guy in a jetpack taking off and uh, – uh, well, not really taking off, but looking like uh, he's going to ride the ground all the way to Parks Casino. I guess that's supposed to be Zioli. And uh, Road Warrior also added that if he wore a T-shirt that said Gobbler's Knob, his wife would punch him in the face with a swing from the next solar system. You know what that means. You need to buy a Gobbler's Knob T-shirt today. Today, Charlie. Today. Uh, so many things to get to, as I said. We've got a lot of, a lot of hot topics. Uh, there is news. I think this is um, news we expected as it relates to uh, Donald John Trump and the lawfare against him. It looks like the Washington, D.C. federal court calendar no longer lists USA v. Donald Trump on its calendar for March 4th. Remember, that was the target. Jack Smith wanted to get Donald Trump in a courtroom ahead of March 4th, ahead of March 5th, big primary days. And they're, they're really pushing and pushing and pushing. And it appears that all of their pushing has led them to a place where they really don't have legitimate cases. They know it. They're big problems. And they're worried because if they don't get these cases in process by May, then you run into that unwritten law that says you, you, can't, you can't mess with an election by bringing these people to trial. So it looks like a lot of this is crumbling, even though we're waiting for the, the, the um, penalty report from uh, Judge Engeron, the guy who's going to hit Donald Trump with the penalty for the fraud trial, which will definitely go to appeal. And uh, while we wait for the appeal on the E. Jean Carroll case and that that award, that ridiculous award that was handed out. And um, all of this will end up somewhere in the appeals courts, if not before the Supreme Court. But it doesn't look like the big push to get Donald Trump in that D.C. courtroom is going to happen ahead of Super Tuesday. And that's got to hurt. That's got to hurt all of this, this planned lawfare. And then there's the problem in Georgia, the gigantic problem in Georgia as it relates to Fannie Willis. And I know a lot of people go, it's funny. It's funny. No, it's Fannie. Just say it's a regional pronunciation. Uh, Fannie Willis, who is the district attorney, and when she was running for that office in, in 2020, she sat down for an interview to tell the people of Fulton County why they should choose her, why they should, should throw out the guy who'd been there for almost a quarter of a century. And it's just so funny when the hypocrisy and the irony merged to create hypocrisy. And that's what we have. That's today's portmanteau. 
hypocrisy, the hypocritical irony of the Democrats. Here's Fannie Willis being interviewed and pitching her case to the people of Fulton County, Georgia. The district attorney's office in Fulton should be the beacon of the Southeast. It should be the absolute best office between Washington, D.C. and Miami. And right now what you have is a office of dysfunction and corruption, and we deserve better. And I am. Now, it's interesting because that's a great case. You say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm very proud of our of our county of Atlanta and Georgia here. And this I want this court, this this county to have the the greatest reputation when it comes to the law, the best between Washington, D.C. and Miami. That's a high aspirations, right? Mm-mm. Maybe they kind of fall apart here. Choice to improve it. Corruption, uh, Ms. Willis, that's a strong word uh, to level against the office that Paul Howard has run for. Now, this reporter, and I'm using air quotes with my fingers, is uh, wearing a hot pink dress that's low cut and so tight. Well, we know whether she has foundation garments on or not. That's how tight it is. And they're in a library holding this interview. And uh, as she's asking this question about corruption, she takes off her glasses and gives her hair a shake. But they're trying to make a point about the corruption of the current district attorney. Nearly a quarter of a century. If he, if he gets reelected, it would be more than 25 years. You have a DA sitting there that doesn't have the qualifications and the experience to do the job. Now, she just accused the sitting DA who's been there for almost 25 years of not having the experience. He's only been doing the job for 20 plus years. And she's just accused him of not being qualified and not having the experience. Hmm. And she doesn't have the experience because she's never done it, but she wants people to elect her. But she's about to put her foot into a trap that she just baited. I can guarantee you was with my reputation, with my community ties, I am going to be able to attract the best and the brightest minds to that office. You're sitting with someone today that actually wants to make a difference because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Whoa, 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 excuse me. Four years ago, Fannie Willis said you're sitting with someone who won't have sex with their employees. And now she's credibly accused of having sex with the guy she hired and paid more than the qualified guy to go after Donald Trump. And they both took trips to Washington, D.C. to meet with the Biden White House and sit with the White House. And then they went on expensive vacations. But, you know, she's she's campaigning on the fact that she's not going to have sex with her employees. Now, maybe they had sex before they were employees. I don't know. Or maybe she fires them every time before they have their uh, sexual congress, as it were. And then she hires them again the next morning. It's, like it's a temporary job, you know. It's, it's not going to be permanent. She's not putting him on the payroll. He's going to bill her for every hour. It gets worse. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. So she's taking the money that she's paying to the guy that she's allegedly having this affair with. And that guy's in the middle of a divorce. We don't know where the marriage was before they connected, allegedly. But she's paying him more than she paid a guy who's qualified. 
and then enjoying the benefits of that financial relationship and the ability to go on those expensive vacations. I'm sorry for having uh, become awash in schadenfreude, that feeling of joy at the misfortune of others. Leave it to the Germans to come up with that word. But yes, schadenfreude, that's the feeling you get when you get all giddy, when when one of these weasels gets caught in their own trap, hoisted on their own petard, if you will. But that's certainly what we have with Fanny Willis, a.k.a. Fanny Willis. I, I don't know where this is going to go. She has repeatedly said she is not going to step down. She's she's playing that uh, that scene from Dreamgirls. Was it Effie? The character sings, and I am telling you, I'm not leaving. All right, I won't sing. But it is uh, it's just amazing to me that that's that's where this situation is right now. So that was fun today. But you know what is also almost as much fun and irritating at the same time? is the story, and I know Rich read the report from the United States Capitol Police that said that there will be no charges, no charges for the former Senate staffer who filmed a gay porn video in a Senate hearing room. And I'm I'm just wondering, uh, it was Amy Klobuchar's chair, right, guys? Wasn't it? Didn't they? Yes. It... (laughs) Does Amy get a new chair? I hope so. And what's being done with that chair? Where is that chair right now? I think you just set it on fire and you know dispose of the remains, right? Like no one wants to reuse that. I wonder. I wonder if they swabbed it for fingerprints or tried to check it for prints. <laughs> you know, because we we have the 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 two people who they call them people of interest. The two people of interest were not cooperative. Yeah, you know what you do when people aren't cooperative? You treat them like they were at January 6th. You put them in the cooler. You don't give them an attorney. You feed them bologna sandwiches and water for a couple of days and see if they come around. Although, considering the film they were making, they might want to be in that situation. Who knows? But can, the the other part of this that uh, hits me, nothing's going to happen. The same way nothing happened with the cocaine in the White House. Nothing appears to be happening. There's zero accountability. So what I would like to suggest is if there's not going to be any accountability, if there's not going to be any, <sighs> any real consequences for anybody who does stuff like this, then we got to monetize it. Is that wrong? Is that, is that the wrong way to look at this? I mean, look at what how much money Paris Hilton made off, what was it called, A Night in Paris? <laughs> didn't she get a slice of that? I believe she did. And didn't Kim Kardashian launch her now successful billion-dollar empire based on her um, her horizontal tango with, with uh, Ray J.? So maybe maybe we need to release this as a film. <laughs> you think that's their end game in this whole thing? I don't know if it is, but I'm thinking we got to monetize it, and they, the money goes to the government. If we're not going to charge them, we're going to charge people to see it. Just saying, no charges for these people, but charges for the the people who want to see it. Now we just got to come up with a title. <laughs> 
All right, people, you know what to do. You go to Twitter. You got you to gotta put a title on this. I've already got one. I have a small list working here. I've been thinking about this all afternoon. I'm like, they're, they're not going to charge him? Okay, then release the tape and let's put some music and titles behind it and let's sell it. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's make this a pay-per-view thing. You know, Netflix, let the Obamas put it on their Netflix release calendar. And let's get, let's get some money coming into this government. Here's what I would call it. Tell me what you think of this title. This, I, I had several that I had, I had written, but Zeely would call me and yell at me and go, you got to say earmuffs before you say that stuff. Because he always says earmuffs, and then a tenth of a second after he says earmuffs, he says the stuff that he wants to cover up when no parent <laughs> has time to put their hands over the kid's ears in that tenth of a second. So here's my name for the, for the uh, aforementioned Senate hearing room Gay porn video. Congressional mandate. <laughs> right? That I'm thinking. Good. I'm thinking because it doesn't get too dirty. You know, there's a lot of stuff about the, the back entrance and all that kind of a stuff that we could have said, but we didn't. We just went congressional mandate. All right, people, do your worst. Come up with a name for the, uh, the congressional video and uh, we'll, we'll monetize it. We're going to put, you know, Donald Trump is the guy who needs to be driving this kind of idea because he's the businessman. He's the guy who fixed the economy. We'll get into that. A few more things we have to get to as well. Uh, Biden stepped in it again today, told another lie. I know, shock. Uh, there's news. What do we have? Five guys closed their store in Oakland last week. Wasn't that five guys, the hamburger joint? Uh, in and out. Oh, in and out Burger. Yeah. in and out Burger, much better than five guys. Uh, in and out Burger closed. And there's another restaurant in Oakland that's closing, and it's probably because of racism. I'm sure we'll explain just around the corner. It's Michael Pelka in for Zioli on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. I'm just trying to write all this down. I'm looking at all these uh, messages I'm getting. It's Michael Pelka in for Rizioli. And ahead of Mark Levin coming up at 7 o'clock, of course. Zioli's headed out to Parks Casino, where he will be keeping an eye on Nick Kale, who's breaking his uh, dry January, if he hasn't broken it already. And uh, I'm, I'm begging people to take pictures so we can see if Nick's in the same clothes tomorrow morning that he was in uh, tonight. We shall see. I would be. I'm just saying. Just one of those things. Anyway, we were talking about the... Um, X-rated gay porn video that was shot inside a Senate hearing room and uh, no charges will be filed. No charges because apparently no laws were broken because this is normal behavior. So I said, okay, we're not going to charge anybody. Let's make some money off this. Let's release it. Let's sell it to Netflix. They'll put it on the Netflix streaming Make a little money. That's where all the money is now. That's what we hear. Just look at the Obamas. They're cashing in, right? And so we're trying to come up with a title, and I suggested Congressional Mandate, and I got a text message from uh, a friend of mine who will remain nameless who said, uh, how about 12 angry men and two very happy dudes? (laughs) (laughs) You know how they used to take... um, uh, porn in the 80s and take popular films and like romancing the stone was romancing the 
We, we got it. <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> um, saving Private Ryan was shaving Ryan's, you know, mm-hmm. private. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess a 12 angry men and two happy guys. And then somebody said uh, a few good men in a Senate hearing room. <laughs> that's pretty good. A few good men in a Senate hearing That's not bad. And then I have to give props again to Road Warrior, who's working overtime today, who actually sent a screen grab. I think it's from Animal House when uh, D-Day was driving the uh, – they, they took the uh, Continental and turned it into a tank. You remember that in right. Animal House? At the end, yeah. Yeah, at the very end. And uh, on the screen it said ramming speed, and that's the title. <laughs> I guess that's just the title. So that's pretty good. So we have plenty, plenty to work from here, in case anyone's wondering. Uh, we'll leave that to the bigger minds in Washington, D.C., and see if they can monetize that. As I said, um, a little bit of breaking news out there. We talked about uh, Fannie Willis. She is now refusing to voluntarily step down from the Trump case, saying that we must not have any delay, that changing prosecutors would delay the trial until after the election. Huh. So it's not about justice. It's about having a trial before the election. Gee, who saw that coming? I don't know. Everybody? Yeah, probably everybody. That was was kind of the whole deal there. And then um, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., he's the president of the United States, the commander in chief. He was on the phone today with the parents of one of the soldiers who was killed over in Syria this past weekend. And um, in typical Biden fashion, he had to make it about him and also make it about a lie that he was telling. This was reported on Good Morning America. And uh, uh, these parents are grieving. They're now gold star parents. Their child in her 20s was killed. Their child, who was a member of the National Guard, and there have to be many questions answered. What were these people doing where they were? Tower 22 is the name of the uh, group there. They're building temporary roads between Jordan and Syria, this engineering group. Why were they there? Why are we building temporary roads? Is it because we're getting ready to transport Heavy equipment, tanks, I don't know, into Syria to go after some of these insurgent groups sponsored by the Iranians? Is that what was good? Has anyone asked those questions? Sure doesn't seem like it. But here are these parents, and they're mourning the loss of their child. President Biden calling Oneida and Sean Sanders. Come on. Come on now, who's your buddy? 24-year-old daughter Kennedy was killed in the attack. I know, uh, you know, everybody, uh, I, I know there's nothing anybody can say or do to excuse the pain. I've been there. Yes, sir, we understand. The parents overcome with emotion when the president reveals how their daughter will be honored. We're promoting her posthumously to sergeant. Oh, wow, Thanks, that is sir. the best news I've heard today. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to us. Oh, well, I tell you what, it means a lot to, lot to me. Uh, my son spent a year in Iraq until I lost him. And, uh... 
So Joe Biden is announcing they're posthumously promoting this dead soldier, which will financially help the family. Yeah, that's kind of nice. But for him to say, it means a lot to me to tell you that my son spent a year in Iraq and that's how I lost him. Now, the Bidens lost their son, Bo, to brain cancer, but it was five years after he left Iraq. He did not die in Iraq. He didn't die in combat. He died from brain cancer, which is awful enough. I just wish this guy would stop making it about himself. And I certainly hope he goes to Dover Air Force Base and meets those three flag-draped coffins of those three heroes who lost their lives under his administration. Earlier in the week, when Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about it, she said, well, we're not sure what his schedule is. That should be the first priority of a commander-in-chief. Not another campaign appearance where you can take shots at half of the country making fun of extreme MAGA Republicans. No, you be there, Joe Biden. You don't look at your damn watch. For once in your life, take the Prevagen and Red Bull cocktail and be aware and awake and pay attention to the families that are grieving. I know, it's a, it's a downer thing to wrap up the show with, but I saw this and I just said, really, it's about, it's about you at this point? You have a mother and father who are in tears because their child, who was in the National Guard, who was there serving the country, lost her life. God bless that family. May their child rest in peace. And may Joe Biden finally wake up. Uh, I, I will be back Saturday night from 7 to 10 p.m. with a full complement of shows. And uh, we have a, um, a major story about the automotive industry that you're going to want to hear about with our friend Lauren Fix, the car coach. It's Michael Pelka saying thank you. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.